I think there's a, a wealth index at play. I don't have any evidence of it at all, but it just seems like there's a relationship between wealth and the fullness of one's garage. Actually, garage, depending on where you live, uh, or garage. So let's have a look at that today. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realisation and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So what's the relationship between full garages and an inverse relationship of lack of wealth? And what you notice is that you drive through affluent suburbs and it seems like the cars all go into the garage. Now, sure, that may be because the car is a... Um, a more valuable item, maybe a higher priced item and so forth. But you drive through um, lower income areas or even middle middle class areas and there seems to be cars parked outside. Now, that, that could well be that they've got more kids, um, that, you know, there's cars that aren't working properly and so they, they're waiting to be fixed. Um, but I think when you go in and have a look at their garages and maybe on a Sunday when you're driving past and you're seeing garages that are chock-a-block full of stuff, um, there could be some relationship to that. And uh, my observation is, is that people who have stuff hanging around tend to have a lower net worth. Now, I know it's you know that's just like hearsay. It's simply my observation, but maybe ch check it out for yourself. So based on that, though, I wanted to, to maybe just look at some of the fundamentals that might uh, uh, support that notion. So would it be true to say that that when there's uh, disorder in our outside world, um, there is a, a tendency to create disorder internally. And that, that seems to be fairly evident. I'm certainly in my experience, you know, when things are frazzled and, and all over the place and, and it's unpredictable and there's stuff happening that um, I didn't expect and I didn't plan for, uh, there's a tendency for me to get interbulated. Uh, on the contrary, there's, there's a, when there's an order in things, there's a predictability, there's a structure to things, um, there tends to be an inner calm. And I want to just explore that for a little bit in terms of how do we move ourselves from a frazzled state to a more calm state by looking at this thing called clutter. Now, it could be, as I related, a, a, a garage, um, a room, uh, a desk, uh, an email file. It, it's, it's stuff that's there that's um, taking up space and creating noise. Uh, it's confusing it takes time to sort through um, and even those who have um, uh, a system of piles which I, I must I must I, I tend to do is uh, have piles of things that are sorted in my mind even though they're still lying around everywhere and with my wife um, she likes to file things once it's been sorted you know an account's been paid she'll um, sort it so it's never sees the light of day again um, preferably to, uh, shredding it 
and um, that's that's done. Whereas you know, my tendency is to put it in two different piles and piles in my computer. Um, so there's terabytes of piles in my computer, and um, I know where it is. I can go to it, but it's still a pile. Now the question is, you know, does it yell your name? Does it uh, uh, speak to you in the middle of the night? And that that's problematic with uh, with physical stuff because wherever you go. Um, your sensory world is, is, is tracking on that. So uh, it speaks to you. It tells you that uh, things are disordered here, if that's in fact the case. Um, it could be in, uh, in terms of your chemical clutter. And that would be toxins in the body, um, foods that haven't been um, appropriately chosen by you as being beneficial to you. And everyone has a, a different tolerance to certain foods. So uh, it's not just taking one person's word of it that this worked for me, therefore it'll work for everyone. Um, it's about being aware of how your body functions relative to certain foods. You know, for me, dairy and, and wheat don't go down too well. Gluten is not my favorite thing. And I notice the, uh, the physical effects of it very quickly. Likewise, hydration and making sure that you get adequate water um, because that clears away clutter. Uh, it may be in the uh, mental area where thoughts are very cluttering, you know, a thought that's non-serving is clutter. It, it keeps speaking and has an effect on us. Um, it could be in the area of connection with a higher source. And when there's, when there's noise, when there's interruption, when there's um, chemical imbalances, when there's uh, physical stuff everywhere uh, giving an indication of high need, then our connection with the uh, bountiful spiritual realm is also affected. So let's just have a look then at some of the things that we do when we, when we tend to go into uh, decluttering mode. I'm sure that you have been in a decluttering mode at some stage and maybe it's a spring clean, maybe it's just saying, okay, this Sunday we're going to clean out the garage, we're going to clean out the shed, we're going to clean out the, um, the back bedroom and whatever it may be. So the, the, the thing that can hold us back within that is um, a need to be organized. Now, this would tend to promote... Uh, taking things that are obvious and putting them into an unobvious place uh, and calling them organized. And that's, uh, I, that's something I tend to do from time to time is, is, is take things that um, are just lying on the, on the bench and put them into a folder. Well, that's not necessarily much different, as I, as I explained before, um, because it's still, so it has my name on it and it still has a resonance there. So, you know, just the need to be organized doesn't necessarily um, satisfy that, that um, decluttering urge. And it's, it's like, you know, more containers uh, doesn't satisfy that decluttering urge. And, and I know, you know, there's container shops around that, that do really, really well because people uh, like to put their things in containers and then uh, therefore it's been handled. Therefore it's out of, out of mind and out of sight. So um, it's, it's a way in which we don't have to necessarily confront the decluttering process. Then there's a block that I, I know that I've I've experienced over time, and that is to um, I won't let anything go until the perfect person um, is around to receive it. In other words, you know, if I've got something that I really really uh, find is is useful, like as a, a bike that I haven't used for a long time because uh, I've got another bike, but 
I just keep it just in case, you know, it, it might come in handy. And, you know, if the right person came along, I'd be very willing just to give that bike across, but I wouldn't be willing to just take it to a, um, to an op shop. And it's just that little pull that keeps that clutter there. Um, in terms of the things that might come in handy, uh, many people will keep clothes just in case, you know. It, it could be just in case we're invited to a, a fancy dress party and that uh, um, that particular 70s outfit would be the, the coolest thing to wear. Um, this, you know, obviously it could be argued um, against in terms of, well, why don't you let you know, other people use it, take it to a custom sh custom dress shop and, and, and the, every 10 years when you go to a 70s party, then go and hire it back, you know. it's uh, It'll be looked after and won't be full of silverfish and moths um, when you come to use it. And so there's there's another one, mainly for blokes, I think, that, you know, bits of wood and, and old bits of machinery and stuff that, you know, broken things that, oh, look, I'll get, I'll get it, I'm going to fix it. Uh, I'm going to get this sorted. And that becomes uh, a cause of clutter. And so the, the shed and the garage can be filled with things that are going to be fixed, but they haven't got around to it. And it yells your name. It, it Every time you, you walk through there, every time you see it, it's, there's a little part of you that, that says, oh my gosh, I've got to do something about this. And then, you know, maybe it's with clothes once again, you know, we, we often hold on to things. Um, with, uh, in fact, what prompted me to, to write this or to do this particular um, presentation was that I had a, a, a shirt in my cupboard that I love. And you know what? I've over the, the last few months, I've been really busy on, in, in areas of bookwork and, and not giving myself as much exercise as I, as I could. And I've put on just a little bit of weight. It's not much. It's only about uh, three quarters of a kilo. So it's not it's not a huge amount, but it's just enough to make this particular shirt that I love feel tight. And I just don't like that feeling of tight around my gut. And so my thought, my immediate short thought was, oh, look, I'll keep it because I'll lose weight again. And I, and I think I will, but it's keeping it just in case, you know, and how often do you keep things just in case when in fact, you know, it might be better to share it with someone to, to make space for something else to come in. And this is one of the critical parts of decluttering is that when we do declutter, when we take things off our, our case, we, 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 we remove things either from our body or from our environment, uh, we create a vacuum and it creates more to come in. So how about that this month, in fact, every month for this for this purpose, um, decide on eliminating one clutter, one mess from your life. You know, just, just choose what it's going to be. And, and it could be a, a project. It could be a room. It could be a cupboard. It could be a, um, you know, a part about your physical body even that so something that's that is um you know is clutter you know is is holding you down you know it's it's stopping stuff from coming in and just eliminate that and watch what happens with your abundance i guarantee there's going to be a shift when you make room let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident connected and bring joy and passion into what you do every day Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.